two humorous nurses would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record the podcast, the Yorty Ordination. We pay our respects to the Elders past and present and extend that respect to other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders who are listening today. Always was, always will be. It's another debrief. We do the debrief all the time these days, aren't we? I know, I feel like we've, <laughs> we really need to debrief a lot lately. It's my only outlet, really. Really? <laughs> we have Ollie joining us today because yeah. she's awake. Oh, hello. Ollie, say hi. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, well, how's your week? Yeah, not bad. We had a, oh, actually, we had a pretty significant event. Well, not really, oh. but I mean, like, <laughs> I set that up so wrong. No, something happened that I've, like, been feeling all week, like, I have to debrief about this because yeah. it was one of those, like, off-duty nurse moments. <gasps> and we were at my sister-in-law's house and I was feeding Ollie dinner and, yeah, it kind of went like that. Oh, she choked. She choked, but it was awful. No. It was horrific. Like... Basically, I was feeding her dinner and it must have been a little bit hot. So she made like the face she makes when it's a little bit hot. And so I tried to scoop some out. And then I'm talking like within four seconds, she completely deteriorated. And like she was looking at me and then I she was just sort of making a normal-ish face, but not really doing anything else, just sort of looking at me and sitting there. And I thought, oh, that's a bit odd. And then within probably so a good two or three seconds... I'm just looking at her thinking, this isn't right, something's not right. And I've picked her up and she just went totally limp. Oh. And um, I called our help and then Mick came straight over. And all I kept thinking in my head was, like, am I going to have to do CPR on my kid? And then I, like, I, th- I don't know if it was just because I was going to get my period. <laughs> but I was so emotional after yeah. it. Like, she, like, after I'd sort of, you know, scooped down her throat basically and gotten it out. And she was fine. And, like, cried and carried on and then, like, we had a little cuddle and then she was fine. Within, like, 20 seconds she was yeah. fine. But I'm, like, I got so emotional. I, like, held her and cried mm-hmm. and I was so scared. I'm even, like, getting emotional just thinking about it. And then on the way – and Mick was, like, on the way home we talked about it and I said, like, I just can't get over it. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about it after it had happened and um, I've never seen – like, I've seen – I've seen flat babies, like I've seen babies that have been, you know, really, really ill. Mm. But I don't think you, I've What's never seen it. Not a nurse. Oh yeah, but I think too, like I've just never seen it happen so quickly. Yeah. Like I, di- I don't think I fully realized. You know, I mean, because this is probably the bad parent award here, but occasionally I'll give her food and go to the toilet, and mm. I think, fuck, like. How quickly can that happen? Yeah. You know, and even sitting, she was sitting in a chair. She probably wasn't in the best position she could have been in because we didn't have any like high chair or anything yeah. there with us. You know, she was being fully supervised. Like I was actually feeding her. But yeah, it was just, Doesn't it happened so quickly. Mm. And even like my sister-in-law was like, oh, when you said help, I looked over and her eyes like had rolled back into her head. Mm. Like it was, it's just so scary. And yeah. you, I don't, you don't realise I think sometimes the weight of being a parent sits mm. so heavily on my shoulders and I think 
someone could take her away from me if the government don't think I'm doing a good enough job. Like she could get – that's – do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like when you bring them home yeah. and you feel the weight of that responsibility of, oh, my goodness, it's my job to keep this child alive, safe and healthy. And obviously there are lots of parents that don't do that or the safe and healthy part or the safe part or, mm. you know, and th- there's a real – there's that real thread of, yeah. well, one day someone could just yeah. come along and say that you're not good enough. And it's funny because – like each phase of their life comes with a a different fear oh, of yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So Amelia sleeps in the front room of our house. Yeah. And I always think, what if that gets broken into mm-hmm. and they take her from yeah. the front room because we're yeah. in the very back room of yeah. the house. Why would you put a kid in the front room of your house? Yeah. Like, I, I just like it makes no sense <laughs> to me, right? So, and then. You know, Amelia was five months old, five months old, and she had a, had a fever for like four days. Yeah. And I'd taken her to the GP three times, and on the third visit I said, do you think she could have a UTI? And yeah. she was like, no, nah, babies don't get UTIs. Yeah. And I went home, and she'd literally been on um, Panadol Nurofen for that whole time for four days, and I had her in my lap. Cam was at home, and I had her in my lap, and she just went, bright red floppy and i freaked out and i rang camp she stopped crying she stopped everything and i raced this is what when your brain doesn't click into nurse oh yeah i raced upstairs then i realized that she was having a seizure and i ripped all her clothes off i don't know why like nappy and everything yeah cam came running through the door and he's like what the fuck is wrong with you like let's just go like why don't you call an ambulance like but I hadn't – like, I raced into the emergency department at the children's and they just took one look at me and we went straight through to the back. Of course, she had a massive UGI, UTI, like raging well, UTI. Well, if you think about it, like, logically, of course babies can get UTIs. Their shit sits right near their vagina, like, right near their urethra. Just their pee sits there. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> there's, there's every reason they could get UTIs. Yeah, and I was so frustrated – and doesn't I had asked the question and she ended up being in hospital for five days. She had IV gentamicin. Oh. Um, and she has... Oh, so she obviously had a kidney infection too. Well, then. by that by point, then, yeah. yeah, it was so, absolutely. Well, because does she have an... This might, you can delete this if you don't want to talk about it, but didn't she have like a extra ureter? Yeah, so when they... Any child under 12 months old, if they have a UTI, they automatically get scanning done on their kidneys. Right. Um, and it turns out she does have a spare ureter. And does it go directly from the kidney to the bladder? Like yeah, but it's um, – so they can be staged. And so we went back and had another test done where they put um, dye into the bladder and then push it, try and oh, push yeah. it up to up. see if there's reflux or whatever. Yeah. Because she actually got two UTIs in two months, oh. both times requiring hospitalisation. Right. Um, and thanks – Thankfully, there's no reflux yep. on the extra ureter. Mm-hmm. It's just a random thing. Just an extra I one. I don't even remember what side of it. It's on my body. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how I know that. When I was in the hospital and the nurse was like, we're going to have to put a little catheter in her to get her pee. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Like, because by the, by the time I got to hospital, I was in nurse mode. Well, and Clicked that's, you know. Mode. I was like, let me help you. I'll do it. Like, I'll help. It's, yeah, it's so interesting. I drop the sugar drops into it. Have you ever seen a baby get sugar yeah, drops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they like. In neonates, isn't it? I don't, yeah. Do they, yeah. They give them like these sugar drops because it gives yeah, them a, like, a big, little. Um, 
sugar rush and it like helps with the pain. Mm. Not that she can. She literally laid there. The only time oh, she cried yeah. was when I was holding her. That's when you know <sighs> babies are real sick when they don't flip she and move. She did not want me touching her. Um, it's funny how we say, we do talk about like nurse mode and mum mode and whatever, but uh, or dad mode, whatever it is. But it's funny because when I was like going through that with Ollie, all, I was thinking like I've called out help but no one is fucking touching her because I know what I'm doing and nobody else will. Like, and that's, I said that to Mick on the way home. He's like, I ran over to you and thought, I don't know how to be helpful. Yeah. And so we went over a little scenario. Like I was educating him on like, well, if that had progressed, you would have yeah. called the ambulance. Like, should do like a parental first aid course. Well, I have seen Tiny Hearts Education um, on Facebook. Yeah. I, I actually should contact them. And try and get in, get because he especially he said to me when we got pregnant, he was like, he was like, I'm really scared to be a parent. Like, what if something goes wrong and you're not here? Yeah. Like, how do I, you know, navigate emergencies with a baby? Like, and so I actually went over because obviously I'm a BLS trainer trainer, so I went over like basic life support for a um, infant with him. Like, he was a scuba diving instructor for a long time, so he yeah. he knew a lot of that. Um, also, I think it just kicks in. Mm. Ambulance. I think your yeah. instinctual um, need to help, like, literally fires off mm. and to keep that thing alive. But, yeah, that's really scary. It was really scary. She's been I think it very ha- good today, though. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, not at the moment while we're recording, but prior to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it definitely brought back, like, I ha- we have... I had an incident like with a baby at work and it definitely brought up some of that residual trauma yeah. like and because that was like one of the only I guess emergencies where I've actually been quite emotional after it like I've never I've never been in an emergency where I've been upset about it I think because it's so and like I kept thinking as well like because now I have to do eye drops on her because she has conjunctivitis and I have to like pin her <laughs> I watched I have to tell you about that watch this video I was like googling so I'd, I'd messaged our girls groom being like anyone got tips on how to give eye drops to a baby because it's fucking impossible and then I found this YouTube video from like the eye guy or something the doctor eye guy and um he's like a eye doctor for b- kids I'm guessing and he does this video where he puts his wife like in this position on her back and wedges her head between his legs and uh, it was quite funny actually but it worked it's so good yeah. I use it and she's actually getting less resistive oh, now Snapchat of the user of the YouTube video yes <laughs> what did you think <laughs> well because I didn't have any sound I'll watch no it was just a it was, it was just, just a, a screenshot yeah. yeah I screenshotted the video of this guy like straddling his wife's head like it was yeah, very strange you just wrote like when you when you watch YouTube videos and I was like I don't know what you're watching <laughs> mate <laughs> Uh, yeah so but it's interesting when you do these things on your kid it's quite distressing if I was doing that at work and I explained this to me like if I was doing that on a kid at work I'd be like oh yeah honey this really sucks but you know we've got to do it and I think I really need to remember that in my brain like I can see why parents go you know what this is too hard basket like for some Mm -hmm. things like I remember thinking like um when kids come to hospital and they refuse to take medicine, God, it makes me so angry. Like, and I think... My kid asked for Panadol. Well, this is like, you know, some kids where you literally have to like wrangle them like yeah. after a tonsillectomy or something and you have to wrangle them to give them their Panadol. And um, I know that it's situational and stuff, but I used to think, God, why don't your parents hold you down and force feed your Panadol? Because <laughs> it's 
traumatic. It is traumatic. And that's, I think, you know, definitely being a mum makes you more sympathetic to the plight of the parent. Yeah. yeah. We all said, wait till she has a baby. And then she had one and listen to her. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big softy now. I don't think I'm going to be as hard as I used to be. I guess that's what happens. I'll, give it, I'll give it a month. Ah! <laughs> work, she'll be like, right. Fuck this shit. Doctor. Is he not dead yet? Write it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. But, yeah, it's interesting, like, because we obviously interviewed Jess about being a mum and a nurse. And, you know, you talk a lot about mum mode versus nurse mode. This child just needs so much attention today. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> She's been so clingy. I feel like she's going to walk any day just because she's in that real frustrated, like... Yeah, like she's trying to learn something, mate. Yeah. Plus, she's got a fair few teeth coming through. Oh, mate. She's got, yeah, two two are pushing up at the moment. What about you? Oh, nothing, just work. <laughs> oh, no, you need to tell us about your, um, your new moon ceremony, was it? Um, so, on Tuesday night, I went to a in-person full moon circle did you get naked and dance by the moonlight <laughs> no it was bloody raining so we couldn't even do it outside oh. <laughs> so did you just look at the moon through a window no well there's no moon it's a new moon oh i don't know anything yeah. about the moon um so we yeah i was a bit nervous about doing it. it's my first in-person one mm-hmm. and i've only met them on zoom i guess um, and so one of them walked into the room and I was like, oh, hello, because <laughs> I recognised it. And she's like, do you know Viv? And I was like, oh, just from Zoom. Like, <laughs> um, How many w- went there? There was just five. Well, that's a nice and number. Then, um, and Shez, sure, who was yeah. running it. Um, and it was really nice. Like, just did a meditation and then we did a bit of journaling and then we had to share some stuff. And then um, she, like, made us write a poem. Mm. And then was made us share it. Oh. <laughs> How'd that go? Can you well, tell I didn't share poem? mine because oh. I, I felt... Not embracing the full experience. No, well, it's weird because I would normally share. Like, I'm yeah. obviously a very open person, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows everything. <laughs> but I felt very compelled to just keep those words to myself oh, because the words nice. that I wrote, like, were super personal in a way. Yeah, of course. Oh, my phone won't stop dinging. My child won't stop screaming, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's taken us four hours to do this. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, nah, not that long. It's dramatic. Um, but, yeah, it was so fun. It was so magical and it was, like, super relaxing. Um, and then she did, like, an intuitive movement session afterwards, which nobody turned up to, so I didn't stay. <laughs> I was like, bye. Oh, another time. We'll do it another time. <laughs> oh, um, I really would. I'm going to YouTube intuitive movement and see what comes. I feel like it's just playing like music of a certain hertz level, which is supposed to induce mm, like kind of like those Tibetan vibes. singing bowls. Yeah, I really want some of that. And then you, I guess she just moved. I haven't done one. I might do one with her, but yeah, it was really fun. And it's just a good way to like get out of your head and yeah. and bring in whatever. It was the new moon in Pisces, so it was all about creativity and oh, yeah. um, it's a water sign and very emotional and. Mm. Um, that explains why I've been a total wreck. Yeah, <laughs> no, it really does. And even if you're not astrological, like I'm not very, like I'm not, I don't really know much about astrology mm. or anything like that. But when she explains like what each moon is and what each thing is, it's like, oh, that hits home. And that's why there's like these peaks for like two weeks. And I feel like that's why there's such an interest in astrology for so many people is because when you read it, 
like when you you know you read your sign in the Sunday paper or whatever, and you're like, oh my god, it makes so much sense. Like yeah, it's probably just vague and probably appeals yeah. to hundreds of people, hundreds of people. But you know, sometimes it can just resonate yeah. with you and. You know, and especially like if you just found 20 bucks in your pocket that you didn't know you had and it's like, you're going to come into a financial money, game. Yeah. And you're like, hell yeah. And it's like she I had laid out some um, cards on the ground and, um, you know, with candles and, and crystals and stuff. And um, at the end of the night she was like, everyone just pick a card that you're drawn to and you, you can keep that. Mm. And um, I just picked one that had like a rainbow on it because Amelia and I had seen a rainbow that morning oh, yeah. and the word underneath it was communication. Mm. And I was like, that is something, that word resonated so strongly in so many aspects of my life mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. I was like, and that card was so, it was like on the other side of the circle from me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like what, you know. Divine intervention. That yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's a bit of fun, a bit of woo-woo and, um, you know, they're lovely people doing it and it's like a safe women's space and we were sort of talking about like why women used to always gather in circles yeah like why did it stop and i was like because of the fucking patriarchy (laughs) (laughs) men were like women cannot gather that is too powerful (laughs) (laughs) stop it That's why the patriarchy would have suggested that women who gathered in circles were witches, like Correct. in the Salem witch trials. Correct. Women in groups is women dangerous. Women in groups are fucking powerful, mate. Mm. You want something done, stick a woman in charge. <laughs> well, mm, most of the time. Yeah. But yeah. Depends who it is. I think it's been such a heavy, heavy time in the world right now with mm. like flooding and wars and, and COVID. COVID and everything I mean, else. You everything. Can Kim and Kanye in court over the divorce. Oh, yes, tragic. <laughs> tragic. That's a worldwide disaster. Yay is like yeah. not happy, man. I actually really want to get into um, keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> I think I want to start it. I Like I've watched episodes. In I the love how you're like, I them. think I want to start it. I've literally watched every episode ever, including every spin-off season. So Kim and Courtney oh, do God. New York. Chloe and Courtney do Miami. Chloe and Lamar, <laughs> Kylie's one. I've watched every fucking episode and it's now like I'm like going to have to get a Disney Plus membership so I can watch their new show, I have Kardashian. Oh. Because they're not keeping up with the Kardashians anymore. They stopped filming. They did a big whole thing about how this is the end of keeping up with the Kardashians. Uh, but now they've <laughs> gone like Hulu and now they're just the Kardashians. They could never stop filming. No, I want to be a Kardashian so bad. <laughs> Why? No, I do actually love them. I do watch. I have watched them, but I haven't watched it like back to back. But um, it's so funny because, like you say, you think about think about the amount of hours we have spent watching TV. Well, I get really mm-hmm. like, like it overwhelms me when I think, okay, well, I've watched fourteen seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, and then <laughs> I've watched like what is it, five or six seasons of All Stars, plus two seasons of UK, plus a season of Holland. Yes. Did you? Yeah. Um, plus Aussie, Down Under. Yeah. Well, Down Under, what's that been? One or two seasons? One. one. I think the season two is coming out soon. Mm. And then... Pitiful. Um, but anyway, we won't talk about that. Canada. Like two seasons of Canada. Oh, I've not seen Canada. Oh my God. It's so good. You need to watch it. Hang on. Hang on for one second. I would actually say... My Have you finished like season two or season four, whatever it is of um, Are You The One? Have you finished it? Uh, yeah. So I'm halfway through. Oh God. <laughs> 
besides being loose as fuck, they it's get loose. so I drunk. It. Yeah, I love, I love it. it. And then they it's, go to it's the It's actually boom, like boom, full boom. on like, it's like um, everything I loved about Geordie Shaw. Like, yes. yeah, but it, yeah. But then it's a dating show. And John, <laughs> what is John's problem? He is psychotic. I'll tell you, I love him in the last episode. Just in the very last episode. I because the really? person, the person who oh, is his match, who? right? I'm oh, not telling no, you who it is. I've got to go home and watch the it tonight. The person who is John's match. And sorry to all of you who don't watch this, but you have to watch it. It's called If You Are The One. Or Are You The One? Are it's called one, Are You yeah. The One. Not the If You Are The One. I love that show, yeah. the Japanese <laughs> dating show. <laughs> are You The One? And it's on Netflix. Netflix. And it's like you've got to find your perfect match in amongst a house of 20 people. Ten guys, ten hot guys, ten hot yep. girls. And they've all been psychologically matched. And they can win a million dollars. Yes. And like between the 20 of them. Yeah. And so this guy, John, is a complete asshole from the very beginning. Fell in love night one. Yeah. Yeah. He's Hometown girl. And this girl does not even like him. Although she strings him the fuck along. I know along. she does. But anyway, at the very end. His match is someone who you just wouldn't expect. Oh, right? now I'm thinking who could Okay, it be? just hang on. So his match is someone you wouldn't expect. She's like painful. I actually can't stand her for most of the show. Oh, no, now I know. Stop. <laughs> and then at the end, he kisses her. And she's like, because after they find out who they're perfect, she's like, well, you have to be my perfect match kind of thing. Anyway, they all get drunk and he kisses her and she's like, I can't take you seriously right now. He's like, well, don't take me seriously. And then they just like full get it on. <laughs> Like, that's a good answer. Like, that was a really good answer. I wonder now that you've said that because there's one girl in there that I can't stand at the moment either. I'm only halfway through. I'm not telling you anymore because it's really good. Like, I really... Definitely. When they work it out, it makes a lot of sense. I wish they showed more of the strategy planning behind it because I'm going to assume that if... Because what they do is they all pair up and then on a night and then they, they light beams... And for every beam that you is one perfect match. Yeah. And so they have to get 10 beams to win the million That's dollars. Right. And then they win challenges and then the, they can vote a couple into the truth booth to find out if they're a perfect match. Yeah. And then if you are a perfect match, you go out into yeah, the honeymoon sent suite. Off the island. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, yeah, I want to see more of the strategy. Like they well, must sit down afterwards and they go, well, we've had four beams now for four nights. Who are the same couples? Yes. And they do work it out. So you'll see in like the um, second last and the last episode, they sit down with like Cheerios or like Fruit Loops. Yeah. And they work out each night who sat with who and then they move the Cheerios or the Fruit Loops to figure out uh, exactly. So they they don't do a lot of that strategy stuff. You'll see in the season before, there was a guy who was like keeping track of it all the time. That's why I was like, I really want to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because he was probably the only smart one because a lot of them are just really beautiful and not very intelligent. (laughs) And I love how they're like, and they're really bad at dating. Most of them are like 21, 22, 23. I'm like, does anyone date at 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 that age? And when they're not here for love, like they're, and there's all this like, you're here to find your one true love. I'm like, no, you're not. You're here to win a million bucks and get like a rating on Instagram. Some of them are quite serious though about like their commitment to the, to the yeah. like to the experience or whatever it is like they even though they find somebody that they get along with really well when they find out they're not a match they're like well move well, on yeah let's yeah. move on and find who our actual match is yeah and maybe then that will be a fruitful relationship yeah whereas I kind of feel like it's probably a wank like they do question each other a little bit like one guy was like I said I liked small girls or I said I liked really short girls yeah. or whatever like you're not that short like and so some of the some of the questions that they get asked before they go on the show about like their family background, their religious background, yeah. like they get asked 
a lot of those questions yeah. to figure out. And I think and that's I mean, where, and that's, I mean, typical of a lot of people is that, you know, like they ask for physicality type things yeah. versus like Emotional I really want things. someone who is religious or mm. because, yeah, like they go, I, I want someone short. I mean, what if the person that meets all your other criteria that you want personality or mm. spirituality spirituality wise is four foot six yeah well i mean i mean even look at i I think what they do with that show is they go okay these are the 20 people we want these are the 10 guys and these are the 10 girls let's let's match kind of match them yeah of course i don't think they go who would be the psychological perfect match on a he's kind of ugly we won't put him on tv absolutely i think and this is maths 101 yes I mean, let's just... They are not matched. Those couples are not matched No, they're matched for drama. They might put one couple in to make it look like they're actually doing something. But I can't watch it. I watch it this year because I I cannot... I didn't... I never watched it because I was like, you won't legalise gay marriage, but you will let strangers marry on TV. What about the sanctity of marriage there, you dick fucks? So I never watched it. And then they legalised gay marriage and I was like, I'm still not into it. And then yeah. I got sucked in one year yeah, and it was season – it was the Martha Martha and Michael yes, season. Oh, amazing season. season. Such a good season. Mm. And then the last year I was like, ugh, hit and miss. This year I didn't even bother. Yeah. I was like, I can't be bothered watching this drama film. Well, that's bullshit. it. I just, I just don't watch it purely because it's – like, yes, I watch The Bachelor, but I feel like – I feel like that knows it's entertainment. Like, yes, they and they are mm, actually correct. genuinely trying to yeah. find a couple at the end of it. And right? I think there's so many good dating shows on Netflix now, mm. like Love is Blind. I love Love is Blind. Loved that show. Have you show. watched it all? The next yeah. season? Yeah. The latest season? Yeah. <gasps> Shake, what the fuck do you think you're doing, He's mate? Depty is like amazing. queen. Yes. And Ugh. also um, Shane uh wild eyes uh, old wild oh, yeah, eyes old crazy eyes what the fuck Shane? Come, but, um, um natalie totally dodged a bullet he's like a complete psychopath at the end yeah he, like what the fuck like i'm so glad that that yeah. did not go ahead oh yeah i mean put some socks on mate as well like yeah, all right. these people that wear no socks yeah, anyway yeah. but there's so many good dating shows out there that maths I just – it just doesn't seem to work anymore. I just don't even – Just let it go. It's all – like, it's all there just to elicit a response, like, and all there to elicit yeah. drama. And all these dinner parties and stuff, it's all bullshit. When you get married, you don't fucking go and have dinner parties with ten people that got married on the same day as you. And – What a joke. Talk about your shitty relationship. Yeah, no, it's all bullshit. No. None no of that cares. is real. No, all of it no. is fake. Like, the only thing that's – are they even legally married? No. No, exactly. Not like in Love is Blind. Well, that's they, I mean. are they are legally buried married. in yeah. Love is Blind. Yeah. But and I because mean, America's hardcore, mate. They're like, we're yeah. in a marriage show. You're, you're, you're fucking married. You're actually getting married. You are married. And you have no say in how your wedding day goes. We'll make it look like you do, <laughs> but you don't. And you have to walk down the aisle with no music and yes. do first dance with no music because it's Did TV. Did you see them all powering <laughs> down the aisle? I was like, what yeah, is going on Yeah, because there's nothing to like slow them down. Also, why would you stand them in the fucking boiling sun yeah, no, that was, he when was there was so a beautiful under the tree Nick thing? Nick was so <laughs> Oh he's like, God. I sweated through my pants and he's I was kind of hoping he would say no, to be honest. Oh, he, I he feel was like, so not ready, was he? Well, and I feel like she really has a lot of work to do. I haven't looked him up on Instagram. I'm hoping the, rea- the reunion episode is soon, which give you a bit of an mm. understanding of... I just, yeah, I haven't actually stalked any of them. No, nah, anyway. me either. Don't have time for that shit. I do love a good dating show, though. Yeah. Um, 
We should do a nurse's dating show. <gasps> Have fun with like that. Like perfect match. Wait, wait. How would that work perfect exactly? Match. You know what we should do? Like do they you remember do perfect the perfect match? Yes, love, um, hello. They do um, with the with on the RuPaul's All Stars. They do, 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 do a version do. of it. Um, and they always went on a holiday to Vanuatu. Yeah. It was always Vanuatu. <laughs> <laughs> what there was, was a, what Joel Creasy. Joel Creasy did a dating show not oh, that long yeah. ago. I loved that. I loved how they Joel got Creasy. the guy out and they would just like buzz out if they weren't interested. Yeah. <laughs> No I loved thanks. that. That was a great show. And then they'd ask them questions, and then so all the lights would start on for the girls or the boys. Whoever. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And then they'd see them, and then buzz out, and yeah. then they'd, he'd ask them questions like, "What was it about yeah. girl, about Joey that made you buzz out, Mallory?" And she'd be like, "Oh, I just didn't like his pants." <laughs> It was great. I loved Contestant it. Contestant number one, if you yeah. could go anywhere on uh, a holiday, where would you go and why? Uh, Waco, Texas. <laughs> I'd go to the beach so I could watch you swim in your bikini while drinking a beer. <laughs> Thanks, Contestant number one. Contestant number two, what about you? And then he, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, the um, the actual like data is probably like a pasty ranger that can't go out in the sun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> No offence to you, pasty rangers. I've got two of them in my family. <laughs> oh. They can't go out in the sun. We need to wrap this up. i got to go pick my kid up. Oh, goodness. See, the kids have really ruled the roost today. I'm not impressed. <laughs> We've got nothing done. We've literally dictated our whole day around these children. <laughs> the life of uh, – um, what are we saying? We were saying earlier that um, podcasting isn't our life. We don't do this for no. a career. <laughs> but maybe if we did, we wouldn't have to, like, work around our kids and Imagine work – like if we just got sponsored so we could go to a studio and do oh, it and then walk nice. away. We'd have to move to Melbourne. No, nah, there'd be studios locally. <laughs> they Probably. do radio locally. That's true, actually. Maybe Nova, we should look at hiring out a studio to do this so then there's not crying <laughs> babies and dogs an barking in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies, <laughs> listeners. Editing this is going to be so fun. It's and like, my fridge going burn. Yeah, yeah, I was... <laughs> Someone was asking me yesterday about how hard it is. And I, oh, no, it was today when I was getting my brows done. Oh, Jack yeah. was asking me about it. And I was like, well, yeah, sometimes you have to edit bits out, like the dog's barking or Mick coming home and the door shutting or him starting the lawnmower or Elisa's ice machine going off in her fridge. <laughs> so true. Thank God for that ice machine, though. Thank I God love it. for that editing uh, software. Yeah. So good. Some of it we just can't edit out, but that's fine. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at uh, Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. podcast. Mm, and uh, or shoot us an email. We love getting emails from our listeners. You guys are the bomb. And we always reply. Kelly does mostly. Uh, humorousnurses at gmail.com. Humorous like the bone. H U M E R U S. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know when we'll see you. No, we won't see anybody. <laughs> Because we're out here in Bumper, nowhere. We should do a meet-up one day. We should, a actually. Melbourne-based really, meet-up. I really would love to do something like an event. Get yeah. in contact if you want to do an event. If you own a bar in Melbourne hmm. and you'd like to host us we should to do totally a live do podcast. A live podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you work at a, like, a little small bar, we'll get all the nurses in. Nurses drink, mate. We'll, you'll earn some money. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Anyway. Okay, we'll let's that, um, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll manifest that. We'll write that down. Yeah, see you later in the year, maybe. Yeah. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye.